Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. God punished the devil. The devil doesn't want his secrets to be known. But where Diego, while we jackra, keep sharing, keep sharing. The devil is in trouble. Father, we give you all the praise and the glory tonight. It is yet another moment in your presence, O、oh、God. Speak a word of blessing to your people. Let your name alone be glorified. 
we exalt you even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 shalom 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 people of god shalom everyone how are you all doing my god wow glory to jesus glory to jesus glory to jesus glory to jesus my god my god my god wow we bless god we bless god we bless god thank you holy spirit it is yet another moment that the lord will bless us with his word i believe strongly that our eyes are going to be opened the lord is going to cause the light of his word to even cause us to be enlightened in the name of the lord jesus and then we ask for divine grace that which we need to know may the lord help us to know so that we might have the preeminence that the lord prepares for us to receive in jesus precious mighty name amen keep sharing keep sharing keep sharing keep sharing the lord has glorious things for us tonight my god i believe your life is going to be turned around to the glorification of his name hallelujah hallelujah thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit keep sharing within a minute we are zooming into the word of god keep sharing keep sharing keep sharing thank you holy ghost thank you holy ghost thank you holy ghost Oh my god we give you praise Keep sharing Thank you Holy Spirit Mighty God, have your way tonight. Bless us. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened in the name of the Lord Jesus. That which is hidden, let it be unveiled in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. We give God all the praise tonight. And I'm believing God that tonight is going to be another awesome night when the light of God will be shared. Even on our eyes for us to see how things are supposed to be even in the realms of this world 
in Jesus precious mighty name I want to welcome all of you once again to this wonderful altar where we begin to dine with the Lord and his angels hallelujah and I want you to know by the time you leave this place you will be very heavy with the word of God no demon can deceive you again you will be highly enlightened to walk by the faith of Christ and you shall dominate everything that comes before you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus amen all right well bless God I believe you can all hear me clearly can you all hear me Theodora my daughter how are you can you hear me all right all right all right all right that's great that's great that's great this evening I want us to all right we bless God I want us to talk about something very very profound that many of us have not understood I was actually trying to um, open our eyes on that little bit in the afternoon but as I stopped I couldn't really go into details but I'm taking much time to start with the introduction this evening I know there are a lot of things we need to talk about we have not finished with um, most of the things that we touched on but um, pardon me I'm going to handle all of them with time so um, kindly pardon me um, so let's move on to the, this evening we are talking about the princes of this world 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 hallelujah and one of the things that most of the times we read certain things in scripture and um, we don't have understanding into them but I pray that God's grace will locate us and give us more understanding into what these things actually are we are not just supposed to read them and think they are words these are no words just words these are realities and i pray that the lord will give us understanding into whatever he has prepared for us even to know hallelujah the princes of this world now i want you to understand something let's read the book of first corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 first corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 it will be better if you just um click or press the share button and invite as many people as you can including men of god including men and women of god can we do so it will be of a great blessing and a great help all right to some people so keep sharing all right first corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 the bible said however we speak wisdom among those that are mature yet not the wisdom of this age nor of the rulers of this age Now, when you mostly check the word age, it is actually the word world. But it is good we have it as the word age, so you will not 
um, misunderstand the whole thing. He said, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of, for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. This one is the new King James. And I love it that way because it will give a little bit of understanding of, of what I'm trying to talk about. But I want the um, old King James Version. So if you have the old King James, you can also post it here. The authorized. So that we can delve deep. Mm -hmm. Let's go. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 to 8. Good said, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, of the princes of this world, that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good. Now, the Bible just made mention of something. Paul is saying that we speak wisdom among them that are mature. It is not the wisdom of this world, nor the wisdom of the princes of this world. That is to say, there is the wisdom of this world and there is the wisdom of the princes of this world if there is the wisdom of the princes of this world then the question is who are these princes of this world who are these princes of this world amen we have read this several times the princes of this world the princes, princes of this world the princes of this world we just don't understand who are these princes of this world now let me try and break things down a bit the moment you hear of the word prince you are speaking of the son of a king the moment you hear the word prince you are speaking of the son of a king Now, this king we are talking about is actually referenced to God. So God is that king here. So now, the prince, we are actually speaking of the son of God. And the Bible makes mention of it, they are princes. They are plenty. So they are known as the sons of God. The sons of God. the sons of God and we have read scriptures the Bible said in the book of Job the book of Job 
chapter 1, verse 6, the word of God said, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came. Among them. Now, get this. It is, this scripture is letting us understand something that there are, these ones are known as the sons of God. And these sons of God, Paul told us, they are the princes of this world. The princes of this world. And I'm going to break things down. Now, many of us remember the Bible said in the book of Daniel. Bible said in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, the word of God said that Daniel understood by the books, and he saw that the children of Israel, including himself, they were in captivity. And he decided when he read the books, he knew that the time was due for them to be set free from captivity. Therefore, he began to fast and pray unto God. And the Bible said that when Daniel started praying, the very day he started praying, an angel was released from heaven to bring the answer to his prayer. But the word of God said in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verse 12 downwards, the Bible said, verse 12 and 13, Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 and 13. The Bible said, Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. He said, But verse 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. The prince. Of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days, that is 21 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, I love this, one of the chief princes came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. My God, is somebody getting something here? We have been reading this scripture, we just don't understand anything. I'm believing God that tonight grace will be given to us to understand what the Lord is trying to show us. Amen. Good. So now, when the angel appeared to Daniel, he said, Daniel, from the first day you started praying and fasting before your God, I was sent. But I was withstood by the prince of the kingdom 
of Persia. I was withstood by the prince of the kingdom of Persia. People of God, I want us to understand this. I've been explaining this and I want to just touch on it again. That there are princes of this world. There are princes of the kingdoms of this world. There are princes of the kingdoms of this world. It is like God has a kingdom. He has other kingdoms. And he has set his sons to rule over those kingdoms. That is how the whole thing is like. So God has sons that he has given kingdoms. Good. So now, and I've explained the word prince and everything. We are now about to delve deep. And I kept explaining. These sons of God or the princes, they are also known as gods. Gods, small g-o-d-s. Gods. And we have read a lot of scriptures when, you know, the Bible says, among the gods, among the gods who is like unto thee. Many of us, we know those scriptures. Are you all following? Let's read something from Psalm 82. Psalm 82, verse 1 and 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Psalm 82, verse 1 and 2. The Bible says, God stands in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? So now there are gods. And these gods are known as the sons of God. Do you know that we became sons of God through Jesus Christ? And the Bible calls us gods. Good. So now there is something about there is a realm in the heavens called the sonship. And that sonship, there are even there are dimensions of that sonship. So Jesus is the Son of God. And when we read the book of Isaiah, the Bible says that Jesus is known as the Prince of Peace. So Jesus is also a prince. Is somebody getting the, the, the whole thing? I'm breaking things down gradually. Jesus is a prince. But there are princes of this world. As Paul made mention of in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 and 2, 8. But now, with the scripture I want to quote. 
before I quote that scripture, I want you to understand something. There is what we call deuterocanonical books. Deuterocanonical books. And these deuterocanonical books are actually books that were not included in our 66 books of the Bible, which we have. But they were also written by spirit-filled men and women of God. So even Timothy, the son of Paul, also wrote something about God and his experience with him. But it was not included in our 66 books. 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy were letters that Paul wrote to his son Timothy. They were not letters that Timothy himself wrote. These books are known as deuterocanonical books. They were written by spirit-filled men and women of God. And they are, they are plenty. But you see, we have been brainwashed to think that any other book or scripture that is not included in our 66 books is ungodly. Never think of such. I'm telling you. Let me show you something. When you go to Israel right now, when you go to Israel right now, the believers or the Christians that are in Israel, who are the Hebrew people, they do not only have the 66 books. They don't only have the 66 books of the Bible which we have. There are other books, there are other rabbinical scriptures that they read. In fact, in the times of old, when you visit Israel, there are three ways. There are three ways to understand the scripture. The first one is by understanding the scripture um, by literal means, as in just take the scripture as it is said. The second one is by picking the scripture according to metaphorical statements. Let's say the, the word of God says that. Um, let me say this one in key. It does not mean go and buy bread and throw it in, in the sea and wait for um, the future to come so, so that the bread will come big before <laughs> fish fish be the bread in. so that statement is a metaphorical statement that is to say sow a seed and after some time you will reap the harvest are you getting the picture so when somebody sees that word the person you can't understand that one literally so understanding the thing in a metaphorical way is also the second dimension of understanding scripture and the third dimension is the mystical dimension of the scripture where every verse of scripture a person encounters that verse and really knows what the person was talking about when you begin to read verses that says that and Saul was chasing after David all of a sudden you are lifted into the realm of the spirit and you look at the scene just as it happened many years ago you begin to look at everything that was happening 
to the mystical dimension of the word. Now, that mystical dimension was only a certain group of people that had that mystical dimension. And this group of people were called the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah. K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H. K-A-B-B-A-L-A-H. They are known as the Kabbalah. It is a group of people. They have a deeper understanding to every verse we are all reading. Because their, their insight into that particular word is very deep and high. Are you all following me? So now, these Kabbalistic people also wrote things of the scriptures. The same scripture that we are all reading. These Kabbalah people wrote things of those verses that were very deeper than what a normal person has. So all those people, they are, they are all called rabbis. So there are rabbis who are included in that. They wrote things down about the things that the Lord showed them concerning the scriptures. So now, when you read something and you just saw a word like the princess of this world, you just read it. You don't know anything about it. But as for them, God will lift them into the realm of the spirit. And they will see this is what we call the prince of the world. This is what they do. This is what they do. So when they are writing something about 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 to 8, their own is much more deeper than what we all know. It is called the Kabbalah. And it is much more deeper because it is very deep into the Hebrew dimension. And this thing is only given to the Hebrew people. Until they decide to release it, you will not know. And there are a lot of Kabbalistic writings that some rabbi who are in, in the Kabbalah have written for people to know. And with time, I will take us through them one by one for us to get it. Are we all following? Good. Some of you, had not been today, you wouldn't have heard anything. You don't even know that there's something called Kabbalah. You don't know there are some group of people that have deeper insight in. You just don't know. And I'm going to break some things down for you to understand. Now, so these ones, oh, may God have mercy on us. We just read the scriptures and they write cherubim. And we just have no idea of who and what cherubim is. We just don't know. How can we understand the scriptures? How? We just don't know what cherubim is. And many of you don't even know that the word cherubim is actually plural form. It's in the plural form. Cherubim. In the plural form that means that a lot of them and the singular form is called cherub without the I am so when you hear cherubim you think it is just one being we are talking about but cherubim is speaking of plenty cherub
So we read the scriptures. The Bible says that when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God took them out of the garden and he placed cherubim with flaming swords of fire to guard the way that leads to the tree of life. To guard the way. God, he placed cherubim. And you think it is just one, one beam that was standing there with a sword. Cherubim. We are speaking of the plurality of these dimensional beings of God. Are you all following? I want to take us somewhere, but we need to understand some of these basic, basic things. Good. If we have had that understanding, then there is something I want you to understand. This Bible that we are all reading, some people are seeing something different from what we are seeing. Yes, exactly as um, Ezekiel said, the prince, that is how they, they look like. Are we all following? The things we are, we are supposed to talk about tonight, they are very plenty. So please, take your time. And by the time we, we are done, some of you will be highly shocked. You will be electrocuted. <laughs> so follow. Now. The Bible said, in the book of Jude, Jude is just one chapter, so we don't normally say Jude chapter 1. We always say Jude, then we mention the verse. Jude, verse 14. Jude, verse 14. Jude, verse 14. Listen to what Jude said about Enoch. Jude, verse 14. Somebody should post it here. The Bible said, and Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, or the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied when he said, Look, the Lord came with myriads of his holy ones. This is what Jude is quoting from what Enoch prophesied. Jude was not there when Enoch was prophesying. So definitely, Jude must have read what Enoch wrote down concerning his prophecies. Even as we have the book of Isaiah. Enoch also saw things and wrote them down. And that is what Jude read from. So if we have included the book of Jude in the 66 books that we read, why don't we include the book of Enoch, which Jude also made mention of? Somebody with me. Are you all with me? Because the only thing we have heard about Enoch is in Genesis chapter 5, verse 23. The Bible said, And Enoch walked with God, and was not, for God took him. 
Enoch walked with God and he was not for God to kill. But here comes Jude telling us something that Jude prophesied. But we never read this from Genesis. That means that these people had a certain knowledge and writings of Enoch that we the people that actually you see there are so many things the enemy is trying to keep from us but it's a lie it's a lie so now there are things that Enoch who is the seventh generation from Adam wrote down and these things that he wrote down Jude got the chance to read and he's telling us of some of the things that Enoch prophesied about and he said even these things also Enoch who is the seventh generation from Adam prophesied and he said behold the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints so now there is what we call the book of Enoch, even as we have the book of Isaiah. Follow me. Many of you, once you hear some, somebody talking about some of these books, hey, what is this man of God trying to say? Take your time. Don't let religion try to stop you from understanding God. Follow me. Somebody said, if it is not in the Bible, I will not, I will not do it. Very funny. Very, very, very funny. Our lives are not supposed to be restricted to 66 books. Our lives are supposed to become the manifestation of the word of God. So that it shall be said, the word has become flesh, even as Jesus became flesh. This is how God wants want our lives to become. And get this, the word of God is greater than the Bible. So get that. Many of you think that the Bible is the word of God. That is all. Relax. You might miss a lot of things. The Bible says that all things shall pass away, but only the word of God shall remain forever. Do you know that somebody can gather all the Bibles in this world and burn them and it will burn? Yes, all those Bibles will burn. But when all those Bibles burn, it does not mean that the word of God has passed away. Because God's word is greater than what we have in, in a book. The word Bible actually means a book. So we have dimensions of God's word. We have the written word of God, which is what we have as the Bible. We have the spoken word of God. We have the proceeding word of God. And dimensions. We have dimensions of God's word. The word of his grace, the good word of God, greater dimensions of God's word. But in all, when you put all those together, you get the Lord Jesus Christ himself. 
as the word. So let's understand some of these things so that you get what I'm about to say. Are you all with me? Can we delve deeper? Good. All right, let's move on. Now, if we have understood that, then let's get this. Enoch also wrote something now. Now, let me talk a little bit about Enoch. Enoch is the seventh generation from Adam. When Adam gave birth to Cain and Abel, the word of God said that Cain, you know, killed Abel. And we all know the story. And there was born Seth to replace Abel. And along the line, Seth also gave birth to a son called Enosh. And he also continued, gave birth, and he came to Enoch. And the Bible said, as for this Enoch, the Lord released angels to him. So when we read the book of Enoch, how the Lord began to work with Enoch, that is how it happened. Enoch was with his children, and all of a sudden, two angels appeared to him from heaven. And they said, the Lord said we should bring you to heaven. So they took him to heaven, and through the, the heavens, they went to the first heaven, the second heavens, all those dimensions. And when they get there, the Lord will show him what happens in the first heavens. This and that and that and that. I'm going to take time. Maybe I will, I'm going to let you get the book of Enoch. So you read. You just read and get understanding of how things happen in the life of Enoch. And I'm telling you, your eyes are going to be open to so many things. There are many things you are forcing yourself to know. They are already written. God has already revealed it to a man for him to write it down. And it was Enoch that even made us to know about these princes of this world. I'm telling you, had it not been that Paul just made mention that there, there are princes of this world, we don't know them. We don't even know who a prince is. We just don't know. But it was Enoch that was taken to the heavens and God by his angels spoke to him that this, these are this, these are this, these are this, these are this. And Enoch wrote three books. So we have the first book of Enoch, the second book of Enoch, and the third book of Enoch. Are you all following? Good. I'm going to quote a verse from the third book of Enoch and break things down. I'm going to quote a verse from the third book of Enoch and break things down. Now, this is what Enoch said. Third Enoch. Chapter 17, verse 8. Chapter 17, verse 8. He said, And over them are seventy-two princes 
of kingdoms on high corresponding to the 72 tongues of the world and all of them are crowned with royal crowns and clothed in royal garments and wrapped in royal cloaks <laughs> and all of them are riding on royal horses and they are holding royal scepters in their hands and before each one of them when he is traveling in rakia and that word rakia is the sky the firmament royal servants are running with great glory and majesty even as on earth though they the princes are traveling in chariots with horsemen and great armies and in glory and greatness with praise song and honor somebody has already downloaded the thing <laughs> that's great and over them are 72 princes of kingdoms on high corresponding to the 72 tongues of the world and i said this these princes of the world that the bible made mention of in first corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 their number is 72 and we are going to break the number 72 down when it comes to god The Bible said 72 princes. So these princes of this world that Paul made mention of, he said, none of the princes of this world even knew about the hidden wisdom of God. Because if they knew, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord Jesus Christ of glory. They never knew this hidden wisdom none of the princes and the bible said when we read enoch chapter 30 verse 2 chapter 30 verse 2 that is when the word of god made it clear he said how many are those princes if you read from verse 1 he says whenever the great bedding is seated in the Arabah Rakia, which is in the skies, the heavens. On high, there is no opening of the mouth for anyone in the world, save those great princes who are called. <laughs> oh my God! Can somebody get what is going on? Hey! I read these scriptures and I get marvel. So these things are there. I wanted to talk about the name of god last week but i was quite busy that's why i couldn't talk about it you went also if you can post that third good he said whenever the great birthday when we talk of the great birthday we talk about all these are um hebrew it speaks of god himself he says when he's, he's seated in the heavens and on the throne the bible says that no mouth opens in the whole world except those great princes these great princes of this world that paul is making mention of except them and the bible said except those great princes who are called who are called and if you look at that scripture well who are called there's a certain letter there what do you see 
What do you see? Oh, can somebody see what is going on? Exactly. So, what is that? What is that word itch? What is that word itch? Oh my God. Valabahashtaya. <laughs> And if I had talked about the name of God before today, you would have understood this. I said the name of God is spelled according to four Hebrew letters. Yod, He, Vav, He. Yod, He, Vav, He. Yod, He, Vav, He. Exactly. That is how the name of God is spelled in the Hebrew. And Yod is like YHVH. YHVH. Y. HVH. How will you pronounce this word? Because in Hebrew there are no vowels, only consonants. And it is very difficult for you to pronounce when there are no vowels in a word. Those of you who did English, you have vowels and consonants. So mostly they add some other words, so some vowels to it so that they can pronounce it. So some people say Yahweh. So Yahweh actually becomes the original name of God. When you bring it to the English setting, they call it Jehovah. Jehovah. Now, the word He is the fifth alphabet of the Hebrew alphabets. Is the fifth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It means life. 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 Okay, good. Now, the word of God said, according to the scripture we just read, it said, when God sits on his throne in the heavens, no voice, no mouth is allowed to open except the mouth. He said, except those great princes who are called each by the name of the Holy One, blessed be He. <laughs> I want to say something. That is to say, there are some, some of the princes that are not called each by the name of the Blessed One. Is somebody getting that picture? So there are great princes of this world. Some of them have the name H of God. Some don't have. And many of you have understood this. You have read, you have heard a lot of people say that um, there are angels, all angels have the, the word E-L at the end of it, at the end of their name. So we have Michael, we have Gabriel. We have Raphael. We have all those L, L, L. And that is very, very important. But it is not all angels that have all these L. I'm telling you. Not all these heavenly beings have this L at the latter part of their name. So these beings that have the L, the Bible may cause them. They are also part of the princes, but as for them, 
their prince their friendship dimension is very different and i'm going to break them down for you to understand today we are just talking about the princes of this world i want you to understand these things i beg don't just read this scripture that oh, none of the princes of this world knew and you are just empty about the prince of the world you just don't know anything you have just quoted a scripture no you need to have understanding so that you will know where the devil belongs to and where you too you have been lifted to so the bible said these princes of this world they are 72 and the bible said they are 72 according to the 72 tongues of the nations said each one of them has 72 70 names corresponding to the seven tongues of the world Now, follow me. Hmm. Oh my God. Are you all with me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Good. I'm going to break things down for you to understand what the 72 tongues and all those things mean right now. Now, when you read the book of Genesis chapter 11, said, how many I love this. I love what I'm seeing. I wish you let me let me just take my time and break this down a bit. Now listen to this. The Bible said, How many are these princes? They are 72. And these 72 princes are as a result of the 72 kingdoms of this world. 72 kingdoms of this world let me start breaking things down about this world this world this world now when we read the book of genesis chapter 10 that was when the sons of noah Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. These were the only people with their wives who were on the earth. And the Bible said they began to give birth. So now, when all men who were on the earth had their hearts hardened and they started living an evil life before God. The Bible said that there were rings that came from above, some came from beneath and wiped away 
all ungodly people from the surface of the earth, leaving Noah and his wife, his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. And after the flood, Shem, Ham, and Japheth began to give birth. And Shem, Ham, and Japheth became the three races of the world. So, in this entire world, we have only three races. Three races. And the races we have, the first one is we have white, white people. White. White. The second, we have red. Red. And third, we have black. These are the only races of this world. Now, every other thing, and now let me correspond you quickly so that you understand. And these three races of this world, when you link them, we have the white people are known as the Europeans. Sorry, the white people are the Asians. The Asians. Hmm. Oh my God. Teach us to know your word. Let's take it again so that we cannot get it. Now, according to Shem, Ham, and Japheth, they became the three races of the world. And these three races of the world, we have the white, the red, and the black. The white people linked to the Europeans. Sorry, let's take it again. The white people are, are the Europeans. The red people are the Asians. And the black people are the Africans. So there are only three races in this world. Europe, Asia, and Africa. Every other thing we call is actually a mixture. It's just a mixture and a mingling. So when the white mingle with the red, they get a group of people. Follow me. It is out of this that these whole Americans and all those people came forth. Are you all following? Good. Now, when we read the book of Genesis chapter 10, the Bible spoke of the children of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And if you look critically, all these children actually became kingdoms on their own. 
they became kingdoms on their own. And if you begin to count these children, when you take Shem, Ham, and Japheth aside, and you begin to count the children of these um, people or sons of Noah, you get 72 of them. Follow me, we are going somewhere. So these became the 72 kingdoms of the world. And I want you to understand that there is nothing in this world that does not or cannot be found in any of these kingdoms. Every other kingdom that we see here came from the 72 kingdoms in the book of Genesis chapter 10. Are you all following? We are going somewhere else to follow. But this is how they became 72 kingdoms. Because when they began to give birth, even though they were all brought together, someone said, please, which respective ways do they choose? Oh, I think I just listed them. Okay, all right. So now, Shem is the white. Shem is the white. Japheth is the red. Then Ham is the black. Even Ham, when you look at Ham, the Bible goes deep to let us understand. There was a certain son of Ham called Cush. Cush. And the Bible spoke of Cush. When you check the word Cush, the Bible said, Genesis chapter 10, verse 6, the Bible said, And the sons of Ham, Cush, the word Cush means black. The word Cush means black. So it is actually out of Cush that the Africans started. And the first African country the first African country that Kush and his people established is known as Ethiopia Ethiopia and Ethiopia is an ancient country I'm telling you when you go there you see ancient things you'll be very shocked Egypt and all those people that they came just not long ago. Ethiopia.
Are you all following? So in other, other dimensions, the word Kush actually also means Ethiopia because Kush is the originator and the progenitor of Ethiopia. We are going somewhere. Now, all these people, their sons, someone said, Papa, I heard their king was a descendant of David. But people have a lot to say about Ethiopia because Ethiopia is an ancient country. I'm telling you, ancient country. When you go there right now, as I'm talking to you, they still have certain festivals, you'll be very shocked. There are deeper parts of Ethiopia. Yeah, my life in some way very different. Ancient things in Guanamwe. Prince said Ethiopian calendar is weird. Uh-huh. So we need to understand these things. Now let's go. Let's move on. Someone said, What about Ghana? I will explain for you to understand that all the number of sons that the children of um, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth gave birth to all those 72, they can be linked to every country. And this one will lead me into what we call the destiny of nations. So that you know, I know, I know where Ghana is linked to. Until you understand these things, you will not know what your country is like is assigned to do. I'm telling you. I know I know Ghana. Every country in this world, all of them migrated from these people. All of them migrated from these people. Every country in this world. So you could meet, you could just see the children of Shem meeting the children of Japheth at a place and they mingled themselves together and they brought forth a different people. Then the languages begin to mingle because the language that the white people were speaking were different. The language that the red people were speaking were different. The language that the blacks were speaking were different. But they mingled among themselves. But according to all these listed sons, there are 72 kingdoms. No matter the languages we speak in this world, they can be brought down to 72 main tongues of the world. And they are also known as the 72 kingdoms of this world. And these 72 kingdoms, each of them is corresponded to a certain prince of that kingdom. So among the kingdom, there was a certain kingdom that came called the kingdom of Persia. And there was a prince of the kingdom of Persia. Some of these princes of these kingdoms rebelled against God. So God overthrew them. But some of them remained. So not all the princes of this world actually rebelled against God. Some did, some did not. 
and I'm going to break them down for you to know those that did and those that did not. Are you all following? We are going somewhere. I want to give a certain scripture that will cause your head to shake a little bit. Oh my God. Somebody should get English Standard Version, ESV. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 8. ESV. Now we have understood that these princes are also known as the sons of God. They are 72. And they are corresponding to the 72 kingdoms of this world. Now look at what the Bible said. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of the people according to the number of the sons of God. Hmm. So God, <clears throat> when God was was parting, say all to check in Yasin. All to check this one go here, this one go here, this one go here. He divided the nations according to the number of the sons of God. And we said these sons of God are the princes of the kingdom of this world. And the Bible said, how many are these princes? They are 72. Oh my God. All these things are in the scripture we have not read. And how come? All these people were one. They were speaking one language according to Genesis chapter 11 verse 1. But the Bible said they began to do something. They wanted to build a tower whose top might reach to the heavens. And when you look, I did a lot of study about this tower. And I had a lot of understanding. The tower was built in a way that looked like the shape of a DNA. Those of us who know the shape of DNA will know, like a helical kind of, um, you see, those of you who do not know DNA, let me try and just bring it to our normal understanding. There are certain buildings, what Edwin has posted, certain buildings, they just do some staircase, but the staircase looks like that of like a snake, it is round, round, something like that. How many of us have seen that those kind of staircase before? Oh, nobody. Good. That is the helical ship. That is how the tower was. And according to the studies that are made, the tower that was being built by these people had 72 pillars. <laughs> 72 pillars. It seems there is something about 72 that we have not yet understood. Do you even know that when Jesus came to the world, he got 72 disciples? Do you know? 
72 disciples. Oh my God. Jesus, when he came to the earth, he had 72 disciples. How come he just cho- he chose 72? There is something about 72 that we have not yet understood. And I want to break things down so that we can understand. It is these kind of things that the devil is very much aware that he is using to destroy some things in the things of God. But we are aware, we know, and we will not give him that chance. I don't want to go into that, it will shift my message. But that is what I want you to get. So when God, that tower had 72 pillars. And we have read from Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And these people were building a tower to get a name for themselves. Now, when you look into the Hebrew um, rendition of God's name, which is yod Hey vav Hey, when they begin to break it down, they have something we call differentiation and integration. Those of you who did elective maths, you understand what I'm talking about. When you differentiate and you integrate the four letters of God's name, you get 72 geni. They call it the geni. G-E-N-I. When you break, you break God's name down to its simplest form, you have 72 forms. That is why the Bible... We just read it, and the word of God told us, according to the third book of Enoch, he said that these princes of this world, they are 72. And the Bible said, when the great God sits upon his throne, everybody becomes quiet, except the, these princes, these great princes that are called by the name of God, each. I won't go into details, but I hope somebody's eyes are opening to understand something gradually. Listen, the thing is so heavy for some of us to carry, so we don't know what to do. Relax, relax. the princes of this world these princes of this world so when god came down and saw these people building the tower the bible said god says something genesis chapter 11 Genesis chapter 11, verse 7. Let's listen to what God said when he realized that the people were building this tower. 
The Bible said, God said, Come, let us go down. And they confused their language. Who was God talking to? Who was God talking to? And many of us we used to think that it was the, um, the, the Trinity, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit talking to themselves. It's not true. The Bible said, Come, let us go down there and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. And the moment they came down, they confounded their language. They, they divided their tongues. And how many tongues did God divide? God divided these tongues into 72. And these 72 tongues, so all the 72 princes, God spoke to them, let us go down there and confound their language. So they came down and each prince took one, one of the people and made a kingdom out of it and gave them a language. So when God said, let us go down and confuse the language, he was talking to the 72 princes because they were correspondent to the... Are you, is somebody getting it? It is from this point where you understand the mystery of tongue speaking. Because when they were coming to confound the languages of the people, it was the 72 that confound. So every language on the surface of the earth can be traced to the languages of the 72 princes of this world. But there is a certain language that is not spoken among men. The Bible said he does speak it in that unknown tongue. He speaketh not unto men, for no man understood. Oh my God. Hey! Then when we begin to speak, when I begin to talk about tongues, something hits my spirit. Many Christians, yes, fairy, we are, we are just shy to speak in tongues. Look at you, young girl. You don't want to speak in tongues because you're fairy, you don't understand it. Look at you. You, you, are, you, are, you are a disgrace to our kingdom. When we begin to speak in other tongues, in, in an unknown tongue, the princes of this world get confused. Because in the realm of the spirit, it is a mystery. Even them, they don't have any idea. Because that is not the language of any of them. That language goes beyond the languages of the 72 princes. It, it is the language of the essence of God. It is the language of the Holy Spirit of God. Is somebody with me here? I'm about to break certain things down for you to understand. Now, these princes of this world, they are known, also known as gods. Gods. The, gods, when we go to heaven, God sits with them. The Bible says when God sits on his throne, everybody becomes quiet except these great princes. They are known as the council. It is known the council of God. When God is seated in heaven, these are the 72 beings that will gather around God. And they begin to discuss matters of the earth with God. God discusses matters of the earth with them. Because they are the ones that God has given this world for them to keep charge over 
according to nations. They are princes of nations. So when you go to a whole room, the Roman Empire, there is a prince in charge of the Roman Empire. And the name of that prince is called Samael. Samael. S-A-M-A-E-L. He's one of the 72 princes of the world. And the Bible said this, this one called Samael. Okay, I, I won't go into that one. I want, to, I want us to understand something. Are you all with me? Good. Do you remember that when we read the book of Daniel, chapter 10, when we read the book of Daniel, chapter 10, Daniel made mention of something. Daniel said, When he was praying, an angel appeared, and the angel said, When you started fasting and praying, God gave me the answer. But when I was coming, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me in the heavens. But one of the great or chief princes, so that means there are princes of this world, but there are great or chief princes, they are not of this world. Said the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. But Michael, one of the chief princes, so Michael is not one of the 72. No, he's a chief prince, he's not a, just a prince. Are you getting the picture here? So there are chief princes, and we have princes. Good. So now, if you are, if you have the third book of Enoch, let's read chapter 17. And this most, these chief princes, they rule over the heavens, over the heavens, over the heavens. And we have been explaining, the Bible made mention of the fact that Paul said he entered he was caught up into the third heaven. So we have the first heavens, the second, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, up to the twelve. And all these heavens, there are chief princes that rule at these realms. So now, when you check the third book of Enoch, chapter 17, Chapter 17, he says, Metatron, the angel, the prince of the presence, the glory of all heavens, said to me, Seven are the princes, the great, beautiful, revered, wonderful, and honored ones, who are appointed over the seven heavens. They are appointed over the seven. They are the great princes. And he said, they are, 
these seven princes who are the great princes are they have been appointed over the seven heavens and he said they and these are they michael which we call archangel michael and gabriel which we call archangel gabriel shakiel baradiel shakakiel and barakiel and sidriel sidriel <laughs> my god my god my god something is doing my spirit this i'm telling you where enoch went to eh, this is why people don't want to study because they don't understand and i'm telling you as i'm talking to you right now here eh, sidriel rebelled against god there are many of these ones that also rebelled against god sidriel and I'm telling you, there are human beings on this earth who are working with some of these beings. Only these beings in the castle. These ones, they are not small, small beings. Oh. The Bible calls them great chief princes. I'm telling you, there are deeper realms we need to understand. Now, when you go further, verse 3, the Bible said, when you read verse 2, the Bible said, and every one of them is the prince of the host of one heaven. So when you say Michael, Michael handles one of the heavens. The Bible said, and each one of them is accompanied by 496,000 myriads of ministering angels. I'm, I'm, I'm even I'm even shaking. Hey, so when you pick Michael, who is one of the chief princes of one of the heavens, the Bible said, Uriel has his assignment. He's also an archangel, but he has his assignment. Raphael is an archangel. He's, he also has an assignment. We also Enoch talks about them. But this one is speaking of the chief princes that have been chosen over the seven heavens. And he's mentioning their names. And this, this is what he said. He said, when you read verse 2, he said, each of them, each of them is accompanied by 496,000 myriads of, the, of ministering angels. 496,000 not 496,000 ministry angels he said 496,000 myriads and when you check the word myriad I don't know those of you who have this in it you can check the word myriad the word myriad means 10,000 so 496,000 times 10,000. <laughs> hey! These are the ministering angels that follow each of them. And I want to show you a, a certain mystery here. <laughs> oh my God! Hmm. 
Now listen. So Michael is one of the chief princes. He is followed by 496,000 myriads of ministering angels. And now all these ministering angels also have one name, and their name is Michael. So when we say Michael, Michael is not just one angelic being. Michael is a whole troop. So all those ministering angels that serve under the great Michael, they also have the name Michael. <laughs> hey. And some of these ministering angels of Michael too, they were moved by the devil, Lucifer. following now let me show you what happened so when you read verse 3 downwards it says that Michael the great prince is appointed over the seventh heaven the highest one which is in the Arabath Gabriel the prince of the host is appointed over the sixth heaven which is in Macron Shatakiel Prince of the host is appointed over the fifth heaven, which is in Mount. Shahakiel, Prince of the host, is appointed over the fourth heaven, which is in Zebul. Badariel, Prince of the host, is appointed over the third heaven, which is in Shehakim. Barakiel, Prince of the host, is appointed. Is appointed over the second heaven, which is in the height of Meron. Sepazriel, prince of the host, is appointed over the first heaven, which is in Welon, which is Shamayim. And said, under them is Gargaliel, the prince who is appointed over the globe. Of the sun, and with him are 96 great armed angels who move the sun in the sky. Under them is Ophaniel, the prince who is set over the globe of the moon. So you see, all these beings have their assignment, what they do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the thing that God showed this Enoch man, and no wonder God took him. I'm telling you, no wonder. And this knowledge has been hidden from humanity. We are working on it. We don't know anything. We don't even know that there are beings called the princes of this world. We just don't know. We have seen it once in the Bible, but we don't know where it is. The third book, the third book of Enoch. 
chapter 17 from verse 1 downwards the princes of this world and i want you to know that the guy we call satan the guy we call satan is one of the princes the guy we call satan is one of the princes of this world hmm. hey, I want to show you a certain secret so that you will know that the language Hebrew is a very a very a very deep language the language Hebrew is a very deep language when we read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 8 the Bible said when the Lord was giving the nations their inheritance he divided mankind he fixed the borders of the people according to the number of the sons of God so every kingdom of this world God actually pitched them according to the number of the 72 princes of this world but when we read the next verse the man the Bible said but the Lord's portion is his people Jacob is allotted Jacob his allotted heritage what is this scripture trying to say the, the Bible is saying that as for Israel Israel was not among <laughs> Israel was not among the kingdoms so the kingdom of Israel is not among the kingdoms that these 72 princes ruled over that is why the devil's main attack is against Israel. Because the Lord chose 72 princes to rule over the 72 kingdoms. But as for Israel, the Bible says it is the Lord's own portion, the Lord's property. That is why the Bible says he that watches over Israel. It is not a prince that watches over Israel. It is the Lord himself. My God. My God, have you seen that now scriptures are trying to become real before your eyes? You are now trying to understand certain things that the Bible said. He that watches over Israel, sleepeth not, nor slumber. And I'm going to show you how God himself this is what the devil's attack is not against everybody it is against israel i'm telling you satan's attack is against israel and when the devil wanted to fight israel god did not fight the devil he released one of the chief princes <laughs> that rules over the heavens to fight against him so when we read the book of revelation chapter 12 the bible makes mention of it so one of the chief princes called michael fought the devil and his angels so the devil Nankasano, he has angels that serve with him hmm. 
That is why most of the times, if you are looking for God concerning Israel, He is a God of war. Haven't you seen that? Because every nation wanted to fight with Israel. And because God commanded Michael to watch over Israel. And Michael is the great prince. Among all those princes of the heavens, he is the one that watches over the seven heavens. And the more you begin to go up, you are getting close to the realm of God. So Michael is the great prince before Gabriel comes. So the Bible said that where the seventh heaven is, it is close to the throne. You can't go and fight God's people and God is seated when Michael arises. That is why when Daniel was praying and an angel was coming to Daniel to bring Daniel the good news from God, then the prince of Persia held him. Then all of a sudden God said, Michael, go down there and arrest that fool. Kaya. Something is hitting my spirit. You are a prince of the world, but there is a chief prince, a great prince that is coming. He rules over the heavens. You are just ruling over a kingdom of this world, KK. You want to fight. That is why when Michael arose, he fought the devil with the blood of Jesus, and he had no place to stand in heaven. And so long as you become a Christian, you have become part of Israel. You have become a seed of Abraham. Michael can arise and fight on your behalf. Hallelujah. This is what the devil doesn't want you to know. The devil is so much afraid of Michael. Michael doesn't joke. He's a chief prince. Nerang cross attended Lucifer. Lucifer is too small. Don't magnify his works. Don't magnify his works. He's too small. Michael will slap him there. <laughs> Do you know Michael? Do you know Michael? And there are many times people think that Michael is Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. Many times people think Michael is Jesus. And a lot of theologians have this understanding. They always say that Michael is Jesus. Michael is Jesus. But Michael is not Jesus. Jesus is God himself. <laughs> Michael is one of the chief princes. And I want to show you something. How God chose Michael to rule over Israel. To be, to be the one that is the chief. So Israel is having a chief prince. While other kingdoms are having princes. So you get the point? The realm where that these chief princes are ruling over. If one chief prince is having 496,000 myriads of ministering angels then you those i think the bible also the book the third book of enoch made mention of these um 72 princes they have a number i think about 300 and something thousand um angels that serve under them i've forgotten the specific word i'll get the, the verse for you and um god willing tomorrow we are going to break things down and know the ones that rebelled against God. Someone said, Papa, I thought this in my church and the church got divided. Some didn't believe Jesus is God and some believe he's an angel. Leave them alone. If they won't understand, leave them. <laughs> you don't know that Jesus is God. 
leave them alone. Why? You the job mama Sunday school teachers now. Leave them. Let them start. Let them continue with. Who killed Goliath? David. Who was the first king of Israel? So, this woman made the same Mary for the Why did Michael rebuke Lucifer in the name of the Lord over the body of Moses? Was it because of rank? You see, I think we'll talk about the name of the Lord. When we get there, we'll understand. Even Michael, Jerry, how are you doing? We have missed you, Pam. Even Michael, the Bible said in the book of Revelation, chapter 12. Oh, so why are you broken? Don't be broken. Don't be broken. The word of God said that Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and his angels and no place was found for him in heaven and the bible said they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony so it was the blood of jesus christ that gave michael and his angels the strength to conquer So if they have conquered him by the blood and by the word of their testimony, it is the same way that Michael is telling us believers that the way they fought the enemy, that no place was found for him in heaven. It is the same way we need to fight him so that no place will be found for him on the earth. By the blood. By the blood. So the blood is like the bullet in the gun. Anytime we pray and we begin to invoke the blood, the angels are strengthened to fight the enemy. The devil is so much afraid of the blood because the blood is older than him. Because this is the blood that was shed before the foundations of the world. Before God said heaven and earth appear for all these angels, including Lucifer, to be made, the blood was shed long time, long time. So the blood knows something about the devil he himself he does not know. God, the blood can unmake the devil. <laughs> so when they deployed the blood, the devil said, no, this weapon, I have not seen it before. He disappeared. Somebody said, did God create the 72 princes or they prayed? No, 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 he made all of them. There is nothing that pre-existed with God. God made all things. God made all things. Yeah. But do you remember, even God, in the times of old, when God came to Moses and was talking to them about it, everything that God was talking to Moses about Israel, he wanted to do everything like the way he has structured heaven. But still the people were not getting it. So God called Moses and Aaron to the mountain. There were two people and he said, get 70 elders and add them together, making 72 and rule my people. Still they did not understand what God was trying to tell them. 
that the kingdoms of this world are 72. But you, my kingdom, you are my kingdom. You are different. Even if my kingdom will fill the earth, it will start with you. That is why Jesus came to the earth to die for the world, but he started from Israel. It never went anywhere first. Because Israel is different. That is why the devil is fighting the Hebrew people. And a time came years back when there was a certain spirit that was released against all Jews. Even till now it is working. Jews are two peculiar people. Like, no matter what you do to them, they are so different. They are very different. Jews, Adolf Hitler said, wipe away all Jews. He killed about 6 million Jews. Adolf Hitler, what have Jews done to you? They will carry them to captivity, kill some of them and everything, but still, even if two, two of them remain, they will multiply. <laughs> so Israel just became a nation in just this 1948. Just recently, 1948, Israel became a nation. They had a president, and just 1948, they have done everything to destroy the Jews from the earth. And so long as Jews are on this earth, the devil cannot fulfill his agenda. That is why if you go to the Islamic world, they have an agenda. And their agenda is to take charge of Israel. Once they take charge of Israel, they will wipe away all Jews. And they will make sure that the plans of the enemy will be unveiled. That is why there is this anti-Christ thing is linked to Islam. But many of us still don't understand. When you go to the end time teachings of Islam, their agenda, to them, the Holy Land is not Mecca. The Holy Land actually is Israel. To them, it is written in their end time teachings. The Holy Land. So as it is a pilgrimage, they are moving from Arabia straight to, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And they have tried all that they can. Because so long as the capital of Israel is in Jerusalem, their hands are weakened because they, they have tried all their best to make sure there is a place called Tel Aviv in Israel where about 75% of the people over there are Muslims. So they have tried all that they can to make sure that they shift the capital from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. And once they do that, because Muslims are dominant in that area, they will try all their means to make sure that they rule from You see, this is a plan work, but still Christians don't know these things. We are always thinking about my marriage, my traveling. It is good to, to pray about these things, but there is something higher. Let's start thinking of higher things. I'm telling you, we are just there. Things are moving around us. We don't know what is going on. We just don't know me because no one yet to us. Things are going on. We be at trust this. That thing is about you, but you don't have any idea. You just don't have any idea. I'm telling you, because there is something about this Islamic thing, eh? it moves with gazing and lesbianism, but if you, are not, if you are not smart and very sensitive in the spirit, you will never know. You will never know. I'm telling you, you will never know.
But may God open our eyes and give us understanding. bless you. So today we're just scratching the surface about the princes of this world. God willing, we'll go deep into these matters and make sure that the understanding has become clear. And with this, I'm going to talk about the destiny of nations because all the nations in this world are linked. God bless you, Beckley. All the nations of this world are linked to the nations that were listed in Genesis chapter 10. And God willing, I'm going to list all the nations in this world. I think there are about 100 and something nations in the world. I will list them and link them to these nations according to Genesis chapter 10. And then you will know the destiny of every nation. You will know why U.S. is trying to fight with Iran, but you don't understand what is going on. You will know. <laughs> You will know why every attack from every Islamic country is against Israel. And anybody that tries to cover Israel and fight for Israel, God begins to fight for that person. But Islamic countries begin to fight that nation also, all because they are trying to cover Israel. You will know. Every nation in this world has a destiny. But our destinies as nations are linked to the destiny of Israel. If the destiny of Israel is not protected for it to manifest, we all, we are joking. You are just saying that me, whatever happens in Israel, it doesn't matter. I don't care. We just don't have understanding. And the time is coming when the Lord will connect Israel and Africa, the whole entire Africa. It is getting so close. This is why the enemy is launching attacks against Africa. Once Jews and Africans join together, because right now the other races of this world, which is the red and the white, the enemy has infiltrated these races, making sure things don't work. So now the only hope that God has is the Africans. And God is trying to merge the Africans and the Jews. And when we are merged, a deeper dimension of God's power will be released on this earth. The devil has lost forever. And that is why. They are planning evil against Africans. They said, let us bring a vaccine that will wipe away all Africans. Because there are people who are living on earth, they are worthless. They don't live for anything. Let us kill all of them and they are called Africans. Many, many years ago, they were Jews. Every attack was against Jews. They did everything, but they did not succeed. Let me tell you, there is no country in this world that any African is not on. Any African personality is not on. There is no even when you go to Nepal, there are African Africans there. You cannot wipe away Africa. Africa, we are rising. We are rising. We are rising. And it is because of God's assignment for Israel. A time is coming very soon when the Lord will bring a great friendship between Africa and Israel. And when that happens, ah, the devil is in trouble. The devil is in trouble. They will try all their arsenals. None of them will work. None of them will work. That is why if you are a young African, get time. Pray for Israel. Because whatever happens to physical Israel will happen to us as the church, the bride of Christ. We are linked together. We are the spiritual Israel. 
and the national Israel is just the physical. Whatever happens to them physically will happen to us. So as people are attacking them physically, spiritually too, there's an attack on the church. May God help us open our eyes and cause us to understand his agenda for the world and cause us to know the destiny of any country that we find ourselves in and also know what we ought to do to push the destiny of that country to be made manifest that his assignment and will will prevail may god help us even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 all right i believe somebody has been blessed tonight Wow. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So get this. Um, finally, understand. This whole entire world is divided into 72 kingdoms. And these 72 kingdoms are ruled by 72 princes of this world. So whether we like it or yes, it has, it's not about the number of countries. It is about the number of kingdoms. That is how God sees it. We are all divided according to 72 kingdoms. And these 72 kingdoms are ruled by these princes. So we need to know which kingdom and which prince that rules over us. And also understand. Someone said, was Satan part of the 72 princes? Yes, I said he was one of them. He was one of them. He was one of them. Said his name. Don't worry, we'll break it down. <laughs> We'll break it down. I'll talk about the name of Satan very well. But Satan had one person that he worked with. And many people mostly think that he's Satan actually, but he's not. It's that, angel, that angel is called Samael. Samael. S-E-M-A-E-L. He was actually the, the prince. He was the prince of the Roman Empire. The prince of the Roman Empire. Now, when you even read um, the third book of Enoch, it makes mention of some of the kingdoms and their princes. I think he made mention of the prince of Persia, the, the original name. I've forgotten, like Dumiel or Dubiel, something like that. Or they have their names and they have the works that they do. Some of them rebelled against God. So instead of them to do what God has called them to do, they decided they changed the mindset of the people the people started worshiping them instead of god because they were gods and it was out of this that we had bow bow many of us have heard of bow we think that bow is just one being but bow is actually a term given to some of these gods that are worshipped bow is a term given to the gods that are worshipped so when you read even the book of um Judges chapter 8 verse 33. Judges chapter 8 verse 33. Judges, we have few minutes, so Judges chapter 8 verse 33. 
the Bible says that. And it came to pass, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel turned again and went a whoring after Balaam. And the word Balaam is plural, known as, you can also say Baals. After Baals, and made Baal buried their God. So among the Baals, there was one of them called Baal Berith. So as soon as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again and hold after the Baals. So there are beings that are worshipped who are also princes of this world. Almost all other beings, almost several other angelic beings. Those, those are called Baals. So when you hear Baal, Baal is not just one God that Elijah killed all the the 450 prophets of Baal. That Baal is a different Baal. So Baals actually are like a group of angelic beings that are worshipped by human beings. But they have different, different names. There are different. So the Bible said they made Baal berith their God. And when we even read the book of Hosea, the Bible said in the book of Hosea chapter 2, Verse 16. Hosea chapter 2, verse 16. The word of God said, And it shall be at that day, said the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shalt call me no more Bali. Verse 17. For I will take away the names of vows out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. So you get it. Bow is not just one. There are bows. When we read 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. So there's one, one of the bows called Baal Zebub. And the time came when Jesus casted out devils, they said he was casting out devils by with Baal Zebub. 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. The Bible said. Now Ahaziah fell through the lattice in his upper chamber in Samaria and lay sick. So he sent messengers telling them, Go inquire of Baal Zebub, the god of Ekron. So you see, Ekron, they were worshipping one Baal called Baal Zebub. So Baal is a group of angelic beings that are worshipped by human beings. And they have different names because they are grouped. So you get it. When we Judges 8:33, the Bible made mention of one. And in 2 Kings chapter 1, verse 2 to 3, the Bible made mention of the God of Ekron called Baal So all these princes of this world, they had angelic beings that served under them. And Instead of them following what God is telling them to do, they shifted the understanding and knowledge of people to worship them. So the people started worshiping their gods instead of God, the one that made those gods. Because they are also known as gods. You get it? Good. So may God help us and keep us strong. Please, God willing, um, this Saturday we are going to Accra for Eagles Conference. If you want to support, keep supporting. You want to say, man of God, I want to support the kingdom work with this amount. Um, the number is 0240312551.
0240312551. Keep supporting. The Lord will be a great blessing to your life. God bless you and keep you all strong. Also, God willing, next, next week, Tuesday, next week, Tuesday, exactly a week today, we are going to um, do mega one word from the Lord. So don't miss it. The Lord has a word for your lifting. God bless you and keep you strong. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Right after here, I'm going to upload this message. So if you missed any of them, this is just the part one. We'll delve deeper into the other parts. I'm going to post it. So if you missed it, you can also download everything. God bless you. Grace Lynn, how are you? God bless you. I love you all. But hey, the Lord Jesus loves you more. God bless you all. Shalom. Bye-bye.